7: Joe Biden tells America he's got cancer. Then the White House says, no, he doesn't. But the White House comes out and says, but he does have COVID-19. I'm going to explain all that to you in just a moment. But there's also other big breaking news, which, of course, is, well, pushed to the bottom of the pages and not even being reported on. And that is that federal investigators are now saying that the Hunter Biden investigation has reached a critical juncture as officials are now considering two areas to charge him with major crimes. Now, this new report says that the federal investigators have two areas they're focusing on, and it's reached the critical point in the investigation. The Justice Department has a policy, they also say, of not filing charges in sensitive cases in the 60 days before an election. Well, there's a big fight now happening right now. We're being told at the Justice Department because many are saying, well, Joe Biden's on the ballot in the midterm. So why would we hold these indictments? Others saying, well, it'll clearly affect the election. Before I give you that part of the story, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. You know what's happening with inflation. You know what's happening with people now talking about the idea of recession. You know what's happening with supply chain issues. And you know what's been happening with your retirement account. If you are not diversified, with part of your financial strategy involving precious metals. Now is the time to call the people that I use and trust Legacy Precious Metals. You can get the free investor's guide on gold and silver precious metal investing and how to diversify your portfolio. We have seen that they want to raise taxes. We are seeing a skyrocketing of our national debt. And if your retirement is in only investments that are directly connected to the market, you need to take a look at Legacy Precious Metals. Call and get the free investor's guide right now from them. 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at Legacy PM investments. That's legacy. PM Now, let's go back to the health of the President of the United States of America. Joe Biden has had a lot of gaffes. His newest one, and we don't know who's telling the truth now, uh, is Joe Biden coming out and actually saying that he has cancer. And he said it is because of the oil industry, as he demanded uh, new rules, new regulations, new higher oil and gas prices, and you're going to suffer over the green new energy obsession of this president. Now, the president said Wednesday that he, again, has cancer. The White House was forced to quickly come out and, quote, clarify that he was n- not referring to having cancer now, but referring to skin cancer treatment that he had before taking office last year. Now, the remark initially appeared to be a stunningly casual health announcement during a speech about global warming, in which the president described emissions from oil refineries near his childhood home in Delaware as the reason why he and all of his friends have cancer. Quote, That's why I... And so damn many other people I grew up with have cancer. And why, for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. Obviously, if you're watching it when it's happening and you're in the press, you're like, wait, did the President of the United States of America just say he's got cancer? He said that's why I and and so damn many other people I grew up with have cancer. The White House spokesman came out and said, "No, no, 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 he doesn't have cancer. This was Biden talking about his his non-melanoma skin cancer removal before he took office. Now, it's obviously unclear why Biden chose to use the present tense verb to describe his experience with battling cancer right now. He said, I have cancer in the present tense. And you absolutely blank is what one person said online referring to the media trying to cover it up. Others are saying, well, if the president has skin cancer or he has any type of cancer, why isn't this being disclosed to the public before now when the president casually puts it out there? To be clear, the president has not come out and he has not clarified his remarks. The White House is the one doing and cleaning up this big mess of the president saying he's got cancer. Biden's physician, by the way, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, issued a health report last year that didn't reference to the president is suffering from any current cancers. O'Connor's report attributed Biden's skin cancer to time in the sun rather than exposure to chemicals used by the oil industry, which is the point that Biden was making yesterday. Well, I've got cancer because of the chemicals used by the oil industry. It is well established that President Biden did send a good deal, did spend a good deal of time in the sun in his youth. O'Connor wrote of his patient, a former swimming pool lifeguard. He has had several localized non-melanoma skin cancers removed with surgery before he started his presidency. These lesions were completely, um, you know, clear and clear margins, a doctor added in the report at the time. Now, let's put that aside for the fact that the president is either totally out of his mind or is covering up or the White House is covering up that he has actual cancer right now. You get to pick. I don't even care at this point because we need to move on to the other thing here. And that is the fact that the president of the United States of America has COVID-19. Many people are saying, all right, well, if he tests positive for COVID, who's running the country? Well, to be honest, the same people that were running it yesterday and the day before. The staff members that are elected by no one. President Biden, uh, officially, the White House said, tested positive for COVID-19 Thursday. One day. After giving this gaffe-filled speech that spurred health concerns, and about four days after returning from meetings in Saudi Arabia, where he met with the killer crown prince who killed that Washington Post journalist. Now, to put it in perspective, Biden is 79. He is the oldest ever American president, and his advanced age puts him at elevated risk of serious illness or death. This comes as we also, as you know, Dr. Fauci just got COVID-19 as well. Now, to be clear, the White House wants you to know that Joe Biden has received not one, not two, not three, but four shots of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine to reduce the risk. This morning, the White House said in a statement, President Joe Biden tested positive for COVID-19. He is fully vaccinated and twice boosted and experiencing very mild symptoms. He has begun taking Pax, Pax Levid, and if I screwed up the name of that prescription, I apologize. Now, quote, consistent with CDC guidelines, he will isolate the White House and will continue to carry out all of his duties fully during this time. The dude hadn't been carrying out all of his duties fully since he got into the White House, so I don't know why they're trying to lie to us now about that. They went on to say he's been in contact with members of the White House staff by phone this morning. And he will participate in his planned meetings at the White House this morning via phone and Zoom from the residents. Biden managed to evade the virus for more than two and a half years of the covid pandemic, including by campaigning for president largely from his home in Delaware, which helped him tremendously because of his cognitive decline and the disaster, which was Biden on the campaign trail. Now, this year, Biden has regularly hosted mass free interactions with guests of the White House and shaking hands with people at events across the nation and the world. Remember that point, because I'm going to play something for you now. And this is exactly how MSNBC reacted to the breaking news that Hunter Biden or excuse me, that Joe Biden had COVID-19. They used the moment to criticize Donald Trump, his predecessor, who they said, quote, took off his mask regularly, implying that he was, I guess, trying to kill people. Now, let me read that last line of the White House. OK, just to be clear here, the White House, uh, again, has said that he has taken off his mask this year. Biden has regularly hosted mask free interactions with guests at the White House, something that, by the way, Donald Trump never did once COVID was in full swing He's shaking hands with people at events across the nation and the world. But they're going to use the moment to criticize Donald Trump as a, quote, we got to hurry up and try to find a doctor to get on TV. This is the meltdown on MSNBC earlier. Listen. We
8: still don't necessarily know the effects of long COVID. And by the way, we're trying to get a doctor um, to talk to us as well because the effects of long COVID. I
7: love this. We're we're trying to get a doctor. Is there a doctor anywhere in the building? MSNBC, NBC, give me a doctor. We got to have a doctor to get on TV to talk about this. They also bring up something else you're going to say about nine times. The long effects of COVID, long effect COVID, long effect COVID, long effect COVID. You notice this is like a new thing. It's almost like they're going to now try to blame the cognitive decline of Joe Biden on long effect COVID since he now has COVID. It's like they're setting up for stop criticizing Joe Biden after he gets out of this, and hopefully he does. I don't wish any medical ill will on anyone, assuming that the president is no big deal, fully comes back from covid it's like the media is setting you up to say, well, the president just had COVID and he probably could have effects of long-effect COVID. Listen, how many times MSNBC floats this.
8: And possibly multiple diagnoses of COVID. What are the effects of that, especially for someone? And by the way, I know he hasn't had multiple diagnoses, but he's now tested positive for COVID. He's 79 years old. So, what does that mean for his life going forward if, in fact, he develops any kind of long-COVID symptoms? And then you got know, to think about it. this is a president who's been traveling a lot right? In the lead up to the midterm elections. We're looking at his approval rating. I believe the latest approval numbers are out. They're pretty low. He's at 31% in one of the polls that I saw just this morning, right? Um, and who he came in contact with during these travels. Um, just the other day, we're looking at uh, the governor of Rhode Island, uh, the mayor of Warwick, Rhode Island, upon his visit there, Senator Marquis, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, um, Representative Bill Keating. I mean, these are a lot of folks that he's been coming into contact with over the last couple of days. And that's why it's not necessarily surprising his diagnosis diagnosis but then you got a lot of folks that are likely worried about what this means for them going forward because of course of the implications of long covid
7: yeah you notice their long covid has just now become the thing right well here it is folks we can we can blame long covid for the incompetence and the cognitive decline of joe biden after he gets out of the initial covid She just spent a minute and 20 seconds making up medical science right before your very eyes at MSNBC.
3: Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: You got to love when the media just makes up science live on TV and and maybe they have decided that this was going to be their plan all along if the president got COVID to then say he has long effect COVID so you can't criticize all of the gaffes that come from him but this is when it gets really interesting the other person who's on set is they quote waiting for a doctor to show up on camera then decide it was a good idea to take a shot at Donald Trump listen and um,
10: Think about the fact that now we have two U.S. presidents in a row that have had that have tested positive right. with COVID, and I think what we're going to see here is likely a, a different sort of approach to it. Let's remember his predecessor um, took off his mask, even though it was sort of in the period where
7: he could have possibly infected other people. He- whoa, 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 whoa! He took off his mask in a period where he could have it infected, infected other people. You can't take off a mask now and infect other people. Let me go back to the article. This year, quote, Biden has regularly hosted mask free interactions with guests at the White House and shaken hands with people at events across the nation and the world. You're not going to throw that same shade at Joe Biden. You're just going to throw it at Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump tried to kill people, but Joe Biden hadn't. Really? The article says the complete opposite of that using your logic. He didn't want to talk about getting vaccinated at the
10: White House. President Biden, I suspect, just in talking. Right, White- by
7: the way, I love this. They just said, well, do, you know, Donald Trump didn't want to talk about getting vaccinated at the White House. Donald Trump is the one that came up with Operation Warped Speed. Do you not understand that? Literally, Donald Trump, literally Donald Trump is the one that said we are going to come up with a vaccine faster than anybody else and gave it to the world with Operation Warp Speed. Donald Trump is the one that said we need a vaccine. Donald Trump's the one that said get rid of the government regulations. Donald Trump's the one that said, get out of the way of the private sector. Donald Trump is the one that said, everybody go to war against COVID-19 and the government's going to get out of your way to do it. And then they try to act like Donald Trump wasn't in favor of the vaccine, which by the way, without his administration, we wouldn't have gotten the vaccine with Operation Work Speed. This is where they rewrite history and everybody should remind them of how full of crap they actually are. White House officials is gonna remind people, yes, I could get it, which means you can get it, which means we
10: all have to be vigilant about this. Um, And also, of course, this diagnosis really does mean that he's gonna have to really quarantine himself and stay away from people. While he was under pressure to be out on the campaign trail, to be out in the world, to show that he was doing something, because he has Democrats in particular who are saying, there are all these sort of fires out there, abortion politics, all of these different things that are happening, and um, voters in particular, during a midterm season, they need to see you out in the world, they need to make sure That you they feel like you're connected and feeling their pain, and now he's not going to be able to do that. But of course, I think most people are going to say this is a time period where he needs to rest, where he needs to sort of take this very seriously because COVID, as someone who's had it, um, can be very wild, can be very free willing, can be very changing. Right? You feel good on one day, and then the next day you can't get out of bed, and it really has to be something that you're very, very cognizant of when you're when you're dealing with it. Yeah.
7: I I mean, I understand. By the way, when there's breaking news happening, that you got to fill time until you get the experts in there but good lord you want to talk about just making up crap at msnbc right now though now C, cnn wants you to know that as they announce this breaking news that it's very mild okay very mild symptoms everybody understand that it's very mild this president's still in charge okay, okay. so we so. do
8: have breaking news i'm sorry uh it, yeah. we have breaking news we have just learned mm-hmm. uh president biden has been uh Tested positive for COVID-19. Let's get straight to Jeremy Diamond at the White House. Jeremy, how is the president's health overall? Uh, Obviously, he's fully vaccinated, boosted, but he did just come off this big overseas uh, trip.
7: I I love, by the way, how concerned they are for Biden. Uh, Can we go back and find uh, we will work hard to find this? I would love to see how CNN put it when it was when the news broke that Donald Trump has COVID. Because the concern that you just heard from the voices of the people at CNN, I mean, it's all the the pre- we are the, our thoughts and prayer. whatever you know, he has been? Thank goodness, vaccinated and double boosted, and but he just came off this overseas trip. It's like they're talking about their great great grandfather.
11: Yeah, listen, uh, this is obviously very significant news, but also very different from when we had a president of the United States last test positive for COVID. That was when president trump had it that was before he had been uh, vaccinated in this case president biden is vaccinated and he is also double boosted but he is experiencing we're told uh very mild symptoms according to the white house and he has begun taking a course of that antiviral paxlovid treatment Uh, let me read you part of this statement from the white house that we have just gotten moments ago saying that uh, consistent with cdc guidelines he will isolate at the white house and will continue to carry out all of his duties fully during that time. They say that he's been in contact with White House staff by phone this morning and he'll participate in his planned meetings from the White House via phone and via Zoom. Uh, from the residents. The White House also says that consistent with protocol, he'll continue to work in isolation until he tests negative. And once he tests negative, he'll return uh, to in-person work. Uh, The White House did tell us just uh, uh, yesterday, I believe, or or perhaps it was the day before, that President Biden had tested negative uh, for coronavirus. So he has been getting regularly tested, including uh, as he returned uh, from that overseas trip to Israel and Saudi Arabia. But now President Joe Biden Biden has, for the first time, uh, tested positive for coronavirus. He is experiencing very mild symptoms, according to the White House. And he is now undergoing a course of that Paxlovid treatment, which is considered the gold standard (laughs) in coronavirus treatment uh, right now.
7: Gold standard, folks. There it is. You know, four shots and the gold standard of of this uh, Paxlovid uh, treatment. Everything's going to be fine, apparently, for the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. And I do hope so. But the way the media covers him compared to Donald Trump when he got it. Wow. And in fact, my producer just found the CNN clip, because when it happened, when they announced Donald Trump getting COVID on CNN, it was late at night when he tweeted it out. Uh, uh, It was um, October the 2nd, 2020. And so they were. It was like 12:07 a.m. to be exact when it when it actually came out. So they were in international coverage. So when CNN announces announces this, not only do they not have quote compassion the same way they were, you know, compared to what I just played you with Joe Biden, but they actually fat shamed the president, talking about how fat he is and that how how that would put him at risk of like major medical issues and death. From COVID-19, listen to how CNN reported Trump getting COVID compared to Biden. This is CNN Breaking News.
12: Hello and welcome to all of our viewers here in the United States and all around the world. I'm Robin Kerner. I want to give you this breaking news that has just come out of Washington. The U.S. President Donald Trump has just tweeted that he has tested positive for COVID. I'm going to read it. Uh, Tonight, Flotus and I tested positive for COVID-19. He wrote, in just the last few moments, we will begin our quarantine and recovery process. Immediately, we will get through this together, together written in capital letters. This, of course, comes after Hope Hicks, the president's closest aide, tested positive in the last 24 hours. We understand that she is showing symptoms uh, and we will continue to monitor her uh, progress, but it clearly now all eyes, the focus on the U.S. President Donald Trump is. Has-
7: now, now listen here. This is where they go into fat shaming. Okay, it's midnight. It's it's twelve oh seven a.m. We're announcing the president Donald Trump at the time has COVID.
12: Let's fat shame him with a doctor. They said positive for COVID. I want to go straight to our doctor, Dr. Anne ramoyne uh, to talk us through uh, this news. And, and the impact this will have, uh, particularly on a man of his age, his weight, what kind of risk is he at now? Well,
7: I-, I love it. His weight? The president, and this is when, by the way, COVID was a hell of a lot scarier than it is now with Joe Biden, right? There was not a, a, I mean, we were debating and you couldn't even say the word hydroxychloroquine to treat COVID-19, right? Doctors were losing their jobs if if they prescribed certain prescriptions. We had no idea what we were doing in 2020 compared to now. And they're like, let's take a shot at Donald Trump and tell everybody, well, you know, the dude's fat, so he might die from COVID. That's how CNN announced it. So there's another example of just how biased the media actually is. Now, I, 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 again, I want to make it clear. I hope that Joe Biden has literally no issues. I hope he has very minimal symptoms. I hope that he recovers from this. I, I, I want to be clear. But the way that the media is playing this up, like is somebody going to ask the obvious question about these, about vaccines? Like, hey, he was double boosted and and, and fully vaccinated and he still gets this thing. Like, what does this mean right now? Right? Like, like, like what does this actually mean? And what does this mean for the future? It, uh, these vaccines? Are, it, it's going to make a lot of people think, maybe I shouldn't get one because I'm going to get this thing anyway. Like, that should be a part of this conversation. It won't be, though. Don't worry. Will not be at all. We will come out and we will lie and we will tell you that everything is going to be OK. And that you just long as you get vaccinated now. Let's get into the Hunter Biden issue real quick, because that's a bigger story to me right now than all this. Um, Number one. The media is finally going to start talking about Hunter Biden. I'm going to be joined in a moment by U.S. Senator Bill Hagerty, former ambassador uh, to Japan, in a moment to talk about this, because we are now starting to see cracks and it looks like the media knows that there are going to be federal indictments against Hunter Biden, and they're trying to get ahead of it and act like they've really covered the story when they haven't. And they're also, I think, realizing now may be the time to get rid of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and just move on because they're so toxic and his approval rating is at 31%. CNN, all right, Rapture Alert, actually spent two minutes... And 30 seconds in prime time, quote, breaking news, saying first on CNN, only on CNN. Federal investigators are mowing the charges against Hunter Biden, according to our sources. These are the same people at CNN that would not allow any guests to talk about the laptop from hell of Hunter Biden. These are the same people that said it's a lie, disinformation, not true, not his laptop. These are the same people for four years. That who tried to overthrow the will of the people and push the Russian hoax when they knew, by the way, that it was a lie that was coming, bought and paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Convention com- Committee. These are the same CNN that hired the top level people, the FBI and the CIA and the State Department and the Obama administration to come on TV And to undermine Donald Trump when all of them had top security clearance and knew that all of this was made up and it was a lie as well. These are the same people that helped and advocated and supported spying on Donald Trump and Donald Trump's campaign and CNN hired them. But all of a sudden now, when Joe Biden is no longer useful to them and has become a huge liability to them, they are going to start reporting And saying, we're the only ones that have this news. We're the first to give it to you. We're going to tell you about the demise of Hunter Biden. Take a listen to CNN. Take a listen to how they're just like, this is us. We are news. No, you're not. You're scumbags.
5: Tonight. CNN is first to report the federal investigation into Hunter Biden's business activities has reached a critical juncture.
7: We're the first to tell you, you're the ones that wouldn't report on the story. And now you want to act like you're leading on the story. Come on, man, to quote Joe Biden. Really?
5: Sources say investigators are now weighing possible charges. No decision has been made and no final decision, but possible charges. Prosecutors also looking at Justice Department guidelines about the timing of politically sensitive cases close to an election. CNN senior justice correspondent Evan Perez is out front. So Evan, let's start with how close you think we could be to a decision from the Department of Justice here. Are we days, months, weeks away?
13: Well, the Justice Department guidelines, Aaron say that you have to generally say stay out of uh, away from a uh, from being close to an election to, to take any steps like uh, major investigative steps like serving uh, uh, warrants and and bringing charges, obviously. And so you talk to former prosecutors, current uh, officials, they say generally it's about sixty days. That puts us within weeks of a, a, a crucial kind of decision making point now, Uh, We don't know what they're going to do. We also don't know whether they might decide to wait till after the, the election. But we know that this is a discussion that's being had by prosecutors in Delaware. This is an investigation that's going back to 2018. It's run by David Weiss, who was a U.S. attorney appointed by former President Trump and was kept on to run this investigation specifically. And so those discussions are happening between those prosecutors and officials at the at main justice, the headquarters of the Justice Department in Washington. They're gonna to have to make a decision as to whether to go forward with this.
5: Right, and of course, obviously, you know, lots of possible implications for, for other charges uh, right. You know, when you're looking on the other case uh, for the former President Trump. Very
13: good point. Uh,
5: but when it comes to Hunter Biden, if he does, Evan, face any charges, what could they be?
13: we're looking
7: we know that this- I, I mean it's amazing how quick all of a sudden cnn's like it, it, involved in the hunter biden thing right we, we we totally didn't look at it for over two years but now that the president's become pretty much useless and, and he's got covid and he thinks he has cancer maybe he does have cancer and there and and, and and voters can't stand him and the economy's on fire all right screw it let's start reporting on it right like let's just let's let's go for it right let's 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 start reporting on this. I think now is the time for us to do it. Gosh. It, it is truly, truly unbelievable. What CNN will—they will, will, have no shame, and they and they act like no one remembers that they were the ones that said you cannot. Okay, right? They're the ones that said it. They're the ones that said you cannot. Their words even mentioned the laptop on CNN. They had a directive from CNN programming. We won't discuss it. We, we, we don't believe it's a legitimate story. We're not going to cover it. They said on the, on the CNN calls, behind the scenes, they had these CNN calls where they're like, we're not talking about this issue. We're still just going after Donald Trump for everything. And now they want you to trust them on this story with authority first tonight on CNN, exclusively tonight on CNN, Really?
13: This was a, a pretty broad investigation, looked at a lot of different things of, his, of, his, of Hunter Biden's business activities. In the end, uh, it's largely looking uh, at this point, Aaron, like they're uh, going to they're looking at bringing uh, tax charges uh, as well as false statements uh, related to a, a gun that uh, Hunter Biden bought uh, during the time that he has now said uh, he was struggling with drug addiction, which would have made him uh, essentially, uh, you know, that he would not have been able to, to qualify to buy that firearm. So those are what uh, the charges that are possible at this point.
7: Possible charge at this point. We're CNN, right? Home news. We're not backing down from this story. We're going to keep digging to Hunter Biden. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. That's how quick you can just act like all the past didn't ever happen. That You guys bury the story, refuse to report the story, refuse to talk about the story because you were so obsessed with making sure Joe Biden became president. But now that the useful idiot's no longer useful, you're going to now start doing your job, apparently. Joining me now to talk about all of this is U.S. Senator Bill Haggerty from Tennessee. Uh, And also, I want to get into the economy as well, which is uh, a lot of new reports coming out on the economy. Senator, I appreciate you coming on today. Joining me now to talk about this is U.S. Senator from Tennessee, Bill Haggerty. Senator, I appreciate you coming on. And let's start uh, first off with with these. it's, It's clear that the Democrats are, I guess, trying to just distract from the reality of what's happening. They're refusing to deal with the economy. They're refusing to deal with their policies that are destroying this country, specifically on oil and gas. We are seeing the president come out and do a full court press with every other Democrat around him obsessing over, you know, this this executive action that he can take, even maybe declaring a state of emergency on global warming, saying it's the number one threat to this country. It is what are, what are people that you serve with saying about this? I mean, this is not the time to be doing this, which is only going to make oil and gas prices go up, not down, which is hurting more Americans, all Americans.
1: Yeah, Ben, as usual, you uh, hit a bullseye when you mentioned the word distraction because the Democrats are looking at the exact same poll numbers that I am, and they are losing. They're losing the American public in a big way. Uh, inflation and the economy are the number one issue on Americans' minds. Uh, Americans, I guess, they believe we all live in flyover states and we don't matter. And they surround themselves with, you know, breathing their own exhaust in this glass bubble here in Washington. And they're trying to do things that will, quote, rally their base. Uh, They're really trying to do things that will divide Americans. And I think they believe that the way to victory for them is through division. Uh, I, I believe it's through addition and multiplication uh, and, and focusing on issues that actually matter to people would, would actually help the Democrats. But uh, instead, their blind focus on um, you know, trying to drive you know, issues that, that will divide America, they think that, that energizes their base, certainly to an extent it energizes the far, far left. Uh, It may energize the Twitterverse that they pay so much attention to, but that's not the majority of the American people. The economy is the number one issue, and every step the Biden administration is taking is making economic matters worse here. And you mentioned the economy with respect to their climate goals. uh, What they're doing is driven the cost of energy through the roof here in America. And we've talked about this before, Ben. Um, These are global markets. They've driven up uh, energy prices not only here in America to a point of massive pain. But they've also driven up energy prices on a global basis. They have inadvertently funded Vladimir Putin's war on Ukraine because Putin has been the biggest beneficiary of this worldwide price increase.
3: It
7: it seems to me that the policy of the Biden administration uh, and Democrats that are obsessed with forcing you into their green new religion. And I do believe it's religion like a cult is, look, we're going to transition Um, from energy independence in America to energy dependence to countries that hate the United States of America. How is that a smart foreign policy and national security move? And it seems that the entire democratic apparatus is in favor of this.
1: Well, it certainly does seem that way. And what they're doing is they're transitioning from a point where we were a net exporter of energy uh, when President Trump was in office. Just go back two years, we were in a position to be the net exporter. We were energy independent. Now they're putting us in a place of extreme vulnerability and they want this quote transition to take place to electric vehicles, to solar panels. All of these things are manufactured in China and China is going to place a chokehold on our economy. As you said, these are countries that don't have our best interests at heart and they want to put us again in a vulnerable position, a a strategic position where we cannot fulfill uh, the, the needs of the American public. It's going to create a disaster. You're already seeing you know, I saw a notice earlier this week in Texas that they've asked people to not charge their Teslas in the afternoon because they're concerned about brownouts. Uh, they've moved too fast toward wind and solar. You saw, you've seen what happens. Um, they're, they're, they're subject to great vulnerability because these technologies have not filled the gap that are being created by these failed policies as they wage war on the oil and gas industry.
7: There was an interesting commentary yesterday, and it said the disconnect between the White House and the people is beyond apparent when it comes to the polls, uh, not just on climate change, but also on the economy right now. Quote, but the fact that we are talking about climate change as an emergency, as a crisis, as this president doesn't consider inflation approaching 10 percent in this country. That is not a crisis uh, or more than 12 million people legally entering this country in Joe Biden's first two years that is a projection now that to this administration is also not a crisis all the fentanyl that is the leading cause of death for those between the ages of 18 and 49 that apparently is not a crisis either you look at the real issues that we have right now in this country and you look at how they're treating them, they're just acting like it's another day when they wake up. Hey, who cares if a bunch of 18 to 49-year-olds are dying from fentanyl coming across the border? Who cares if we're approaching now 4 million people illegally entering this country in Joe Biden's first two years? Who cares, right, that, that, that if, if we have inflation at 10%? How do you not deal with inflation at this point? It's going to cripple our economy, and I think you're afraid of it, are concerned the same way I am.
1: Yes, I'm, I'm very worried that we're at the precipice of a recession right now. We're going to find out on July 28th if we have technically entered a recession because that'll be our opportunity to get the GDP growth rate for, for, for this quarter. Uh, if it's negative again like it was for the last quarter, we're going to technically be in a recession. But for many people, uh, we've been in a recession for some time. Again, real wages are declining because inflation is spinning out of control. And if you look at the rate of inflation growth then, it's accelerating. It's not decelerating. We went from eight point six percent to nine point one percent this month. It's growing at a faster rate. So they have completely lost control of the economy. And you're right, they lost control of our border the minute that Joe Biden came into office. It's been intentional. Um they're killing people in my home state of Tennessee. We had over three thousand deaths from overdose, and my sheriff told me that every month is worse than the month before in terms of the number of people that they are finding overdosed or dead because of illicit drugs that are coming across that porous Mexican border. Joe Biden won't even go to the border. You cannot get a Democrat to go to the border. Yet it's the precipitant, as you said, uh, the major cause of death for young people between ages of 18 and and their late 40s. So they are avoiding every crisis that they've precipitated and fabricating new crises uh, by the minute, whether it's, uh, you know, the, 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 the next threat to democracy, their show trial that they've got going on regarding January 6th, which will never end. And then you've got the reality of the November elections that are just pushing them into crazier and crazier um, you know, positions. What they should be doing is listening to the American people, and it's, as you said, they're ignoring.
7: Let's talk about this January 6th committee. They, they are going full court press on this, continuing to do it. I see even this morning uh, they come out and, they, and they're saying, you know, that we are, we are not trying to, quote, stop the Donald Trump. But this is important to America's uh, democracy, our national security. Uh, even one Democrat said, put it this way. They said the purpose of the January 6th committee, quote, is not explicitly to go after Trump. It's to lay out the facts. Um, well, then why is it every single day? Clearly, everything they're doing, trying to go after Donald Trump so that he they can make it where he's not even allowed to run for president in 2024, if he chooses to do so.
1: Uh, that, that, is, that is obviously what their goal is. And again, it's an opportunity to to deflect and distract. They time this thing uh, just so it will run right up to the early voting uh, in, in most states for the November elections. Uh, this is a show trial and nothing more. Um, there's no Republican opposition there. There's no one being cross-examined. Um, they're, you know, they're going in and basically selecting what they want, painting the picture that they want to, to create to discredit Donald Trump and to create, you know, more talking points so they can run against Trump yet again. I think they believe that's where their base needs to be. So it's again this this hyperbole about the climate or let's do gun control or anything else, uh, as well as attack Donald Trump. They're just bumper stickering their way to the November elections. The American public is far smarter than this. We all feel the pain that have been, has you know, been precipitated by their policies. And um, I don't think this is going to work well for them at all. And if you look at the polls, they're not moving the polls with all this craziness. Um, they may be satisfying themselves. They may be raising money with it. I think that's, that's working for them. Um, but they are not moving the polls with the American public.
7: I want to shift gears with you to another story that we've really been discussing uh, in depth each and every day, and that's the Hunter Biden story. Uh, There is more and more coming out on this, and my concern is is that he's going to get away with this, which means Joe Biden gets away with this. If Republicans do gain control of the House and Senate, Are you guys prepared to actually go all in? I mean, we know about the hundred and fifty bank, you know, warnings that came right with his bank accounts where they're flagging his bank accounts for transactions uh, that they look like illegal activity that were with with bad actors around the world. We now know that that Joe Biden lied to us, can constantly lied to us. Uh, When he said he knew nothing about his son's business dealings, his calendar clearly shows that every time his son was getting a deal done, uh, he met with his dad afterwards to make sure everybody was online. Everybody knew it was going on. Uh, We've seen more and more come out. Uh, when, it, when it revolves around Hunter Biden, illegal activity, and now we're even talking about more charges possibly against him. But it's really Hunter Biden doesn't get any of this done without Joe Biden's involvement. And then this almost million barrels of oil yeah. that we sold to a Chinese energy company that apparently, based on the financial records in China, still clearly show that Hunter Biden is an investor h- in this company. How is that not an impeachable offense?
1: It it, it certainly is. And I think that the Democrats have demonstrated their willingness to stop at nothing, to try to destroy our previous president. And they've laid the path uh, for the demise of Joe Biden. His son certainly has been the one that has created the criminal environment, his brother. Uh, It's a a criminal family enterprise. Now, Joe Biden's been in politics. He's been a politician for for four decades. Uh, Yet somehow he's got the wealth to have a mansion on the shore and all of this stuff. I mean, you know, Hunter said it in his in his uh, communication with his daughter. Uh, remember when he said that at least, you know, I don't make you pay me half of what I make, um, what you make, like uh, pop makes me. Um, yeah. You know, the big guy who gets 10 percent of everything. Uh, we all know who the big guy is. This is not something new to the American public. But I think what's unfolding here is the depth of the criminal criminal enterprise of, of Hunter Biden and, and his crew. And as we find out the involvement of the Biden family in China, it really leads you to question. Um, you know, why is it that Joe Biden has gone so soft on China? He goes over to Saudi Arabia. He insults the the royal family. We're going to make them a pariah state, he says. Um, this is because he's concerned about human rights. There's been no greater violator of human rights than, than the Chinese. Look at what they've done with the Uyghur population there. And Joe Biden remains largely silent on all of this, uh, kowtowing to China, as you said earlier, making us ever more dependent on China with respect to this Green New Deal. And, um, you know, they've got deep, deep financial ties to the Chinese Communist Party that continues to emerge with the story of Hunter Biden. So I think the Republicans are going to be well positioned to come right after Hunter Biden and his father, Joe. None of this would be happening were it not for the political office that Hunter Biden's father holds. This is all about paying for access at the end of the day. And well and, that, and that's what I was going to ask you. I,
7: I, I don't even think this is, was ever leg, legitimate business deals. I think this was a hundred percent pay to play and the only people that were willing to pay to play in this way would be shady and bad actors. No legitimate businessman mm-hmm. is going to hire Hunter Biden and do million or 10 million or hundred million or billion dollar loan deals. This was Russian oligarchs. this was people in Colombia, people in Mexico people around the world that were bad actors, people in in Ukraine with Burisma. I mean, these weren't business deals. This was paying for access to America and paying for access to the vice president and now the president, and they're still apparently not afraid to do favors. And it's almost like they're saying, hey, we know our time's coming to an end. We're not gonna be held accountable for this, certainly not Joe Biden based on age. Even if this all comes covering down, give the oil to your company in China. We don't care at this point. It's almost just deliberate, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Ben, you're right. It certainly does look deliberate. But, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I had uh, Jennifer Granholm, who's the Secretary of Energy in the Biden administration, before me on one of my committees. And I just asked her a simple question. You know, she's the Secretary of Energy. I said, do you know Hunter Biden? Yes. She said, I know him. And I said, well, have you consulted hunter biden on energy policy he's obviously an expert if burisma is willing to pay him you know a million dollars a year no no we don't consult with hunter biden on energy policy again it's just uh you know an, another point of proof that uh, he doesn't know anything about this stuff it's it, just as you say it's pay to play and um the biden family are expert at this uh, it's a criminal enterprise and we will we, we'll get to the bottom of it uh, hey. i'm looking forward to this after november
7: Senator, I appreciate you coming on today and talking to us about this. We'll have you back, obviously, real soon. Uh, For all you that are listening right now, by the way, please make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that subscribe button. We will not stop telling you what's going on with this Hunter Biden investigation. We are on top of it every day. So make sure you listen to our podcast each and every day. And I will see you back here tomorrow.